Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Good evening, everybody. This is Shannon Davis, the Omega Man, and welcome. We're going to kick off our brand new marathon week here on Monday, June 5th, 2023. We've got some great shows for you today and some great news. If you're not on my Substack, I encourage you to sign up over there. It's free, and that's where I'm now posting all alerts. Facebook can go to hell. So <laughs> I'm going to Substack. And what is that? That's a fly for my computer. I'm going to get him later. Okay, I've got an electrified uh, tennis racket. I'm going to fry me a fly here. Um, I've got a brand new podcast we just released called Omega, The Omega Man Reloaded. Now, what you're tuning into now is Omega Man. All of our new shows going forward, Omega Man. But The Omega Man Reloaded is a special project where I'm going back and I'm releasing the back catalog starting with episode one. Uh, one or more episodes per day. Typically I do one right now. And I'm restoring the audios, putting them up there. And these are audios that you have never heard before in all 
likelihood, unless you've been with me from day one. Man, 10,000 treasure trove archives for you to check out with titles. I will not upload anything that does not have a title. Go to my website, omegamanradio.com. I've got updates on the new uh, Podbean channel where you can get all the current shows. Uh, the Omega Man Reloaded channel, which is all the remastered, starting with episode one. And uh, Substack link and other information you may be interested in. I figure keep everything under one roof right now. One place to go to get the archives, one place to stream, mix or make it easy for everybody and for me to get an idea of uh, who's tuning in and um, feeling good about this one. Okay, let's go ahead and get the Coens on. Stand by. Okay, hold on a minute. Okay, here we go. Good morning. Hey, Brother Ron, Sister Miriam, how are you doing? You're good. You're right on time. Yes, sure. Exactly on time. Well, you are our first show on our new schedule of 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern, so uh, chances are I'll be on time with you. <laughs> okay, so you swapped that up an hour. So, um, so you know, originally I was going to do 8 a.m., but I couldn't find enough guests that want to do an early bird show like that, so I played around, and then I settled on it. I said, I'm going to do 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's a four-hour block, and uh, that will be our live show Monday through Friday. So that'll give us, you know, four shows a day. Most people can't handle more than one anyway, but, you know, I've never been about just doing one show. And then we've got a second channel we've just released over the weekend. It's called The Omega Man Reloaded. Now, what I'm doing is I've pulled down all archives worldwide. They're all gone. And there's a, some good reasons for that. But uh, what I'm doing with The Omega Man Reloaded is I'm uh, remastering all shows one at a time and releasing them all the way back with episode one that we did almost 13 years ago. And so most people have never heard the back catalog. Thousands upon thousands of shows we did uh, as timely today as when we did them, most of them that is. And I'm thankful we didn't do a new show because then it wouldn't be you know worth anything. But when you're talking about the good news, well, there's no time constraints on that, right? <laughs> so, um, Very good. And we, Shannon, I've learned many years ago to be very careful not to time my teachings. Right. So you can listen to any of my CDs from the 90s, and, and you'll never know it's any more than if it wasn't just done a year ago or a couple of days ago. I love um, that. Except, yes. here, except when we talk about COVID or we talk about some news. Sure. Other than that, most of what I do is not dated at all. I think that's a good strategy. Um so we've got both of those channels up, and um, all the uh, programs can be found at one location now, Podbean. So I have links to that up on my website, omegamanradio.com, mm. and I'm excited about it because I'm going back in and uh, realizing, boy, we did a lot of great shows here. So, you know, uh, what do you do when you have 10,000 podcast archives? No one has ever, as far as we know, hit that record before. We think that Omega Man Radio has set the world record for the most podcast episodes, according to Adam Curry. Even more than A.A. Allen. Even more than A.A. Allen. Well, yeah. A.A. Allen, um, of course, he didn't have a podcast, but if he did, he would at least be cranking out one per day. He was prolific. 
So um, there's a ton of content there. And, um, you know, really it was just sitting collecting dust. Nobody knew how to find it. It wasn't uh, titled for the most part. So I thought, you know what, this is how you do it. You remaster them, release them one at a time. So, you know, there's plenty of content out there if people want to listen to it. And uh, it's all free, so I encourage you to go to my website, OmegaManRadio.com, and read about those updates and some more that uh, we're putting together. But um, I'm feeling good about the new schedule. And I like working the night shift over here, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to just ask you that. How is that doing with you and your family, with Narita and the kids? Well, actually... you get work now or less? I'll have more time than to spend with them and or work on some other projects during the day. Um, it Providing I go to bed early. The problem is I haven't been going to bed early. I've been going to bed like 5, 6, 7 in the morning and then... You know, you might sleep seven hours, so wake up in the afternoon. So I've got to start making myself go to bed right after the show, and then I can get up early and have all day and all night. <laughs> so it works good. Good. Get some, pop some melatonin a quarter to two. Yeah, that will, okay, that would be good. Good idea. But um, <laughs> people are liking the new schedule. It's something fresh. And, um, hey, most people listen on the podcast archive anyway, so they're not affected, but um, – for those that didn't like having to pull those all-nighters, like Sister Marie in London, to tune into the show now, she can listen during the daytime and go to bed early. There we are. Good. Excellent. And look at when you're redoing them, you know, people email me and looking for, you know, some of my material with you, and it's usually not in there by name. Um, you know, it's in there by date or time. So if you can maybe just put names on it that people can somehow uh, – Scan or somehow find us. Well, there's How always do you been do that? there's always been a name of uh, the speaker and an episode number, but uh, no show title for about half of them. So I mean, you could just hit, you could technically just search on your name and you could find them under the old database. But um, you'll get not only the episode number but the name, but a title this time before I upload it. Now, naturally, it's going to take me a long time to put them all back, but. If there is a particular show that someone wants, and I've already had a couple that people requested, I can always go in there and grab that one and then um, move it to the top of the stack. So that's no problem. With the Podbean, I can put things in there retroactively, uh, sequentially by date. So it's going to work nice, nicely. Excellent. Very yes, good sir. for you. Just a few updates for everybody out there. And with that, we'll get started. Um, Brother and Sister Cohen, welcome back. Would you like to open us up in prayer? I uh, will do that. So, uh, Miriam's a little bit away. Can you? I'm here. Can Can you hear her? Yes, sir. I don't know. Okay. Do you want to open it up in prayer? Yet, nice and loud, though. Okay. Good morning. At least it's our morning, Lord, and we say hello, hello, shalom, shalom. Um, it's a good day. God's with us, and He has wonderful plans for us and for this day. And we just never know what all God has in store for his kingdom today. We are kingdom people, and we serve a king and his kingdom people. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for the plans that you have for us. And we know that it says in your word, they are plans for good and not for evil, to give us a future and a hope. So bring it on, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. 
Well, Lord, we thank you, Father. I've got a few things we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to end up again in the book of Galatians talking about let religion die. And uh, we really have to get to the place that we break every religious spirit off of us if we want to really walk in the new. Because we're trying to, we're not trying, we are, we are walking in the realm of the spirit, spirit to spirit. And a religious spirit does not come into the kingdom of God, not allowed in. So if we want to get in, we have to loose ourselves from every religious spirit. So thank you, Lord, for your word. I want to open up this morning with Ephesians 6, verse 10, very familiar, but I'm going to read it from the Message Bible. A little different right here. And that wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you'll be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that'll, that you will walk away from and forget about in a couple hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. So be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Say that again. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in the ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. So there, it's just a different wording of putting on the whole armor of God, and especially uh, the weapons of righteousness and faith. So be able to stand against all the schemes, the breastplate of righteousness, stand against all the schemes of the devil. I want to talk a moment from Psalm 1611, which says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy is in the presence of God. You will make known to me the way of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy, and in your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 1611. And notice in Hebrew, there isn't really a Hebrew word for the, for the word presence. And that we've been translating it as presence, but it's really panim. So uh, in your face, face to face, is fullness of joy. The world tells us that we can create our own joy and happiness, successful careers, a happy marriage and family, a home in the suburbs, fancy cars, and the latest phone. All this adds up to make the ideal recipe for a happy and joy-filled life, right? Wrong. 
The problem with this idea is that life is full of circumstances that are completely out of our control. So what happens then when the life we build crumbles and falls away? What is joy? Faith must shake hands with joy. Faith must shake hands. To, re to release joy, you have to move in the faith of God. Joy for continual movement. Enjoy the infusion into your realm. And the soul is not built to handle the capacity of the joy that God has for every one of us. Joy is of the spirit. And we've talked about that in the past. We draw close to the Father and we receive joy. Joy is in the realm of the spirit. Joy is a spirit. And we can pull down, we can call down, we can put on the spirit of joy, even right now as we're listening to this. But it must be done by faith and in the realm of the spirit. I think I've shared many times over the years that in the soul realm is happiness. Happiness is based on happenings based on circumstances. Like we said, things go well, you're happy. Things not go so well, you're not so happy. But joy is not based on any earthly circumstances. You can have joy in the midst. Well, Paul had joy while in prison, and so did the other apostles. Oh. You can have, Paul, isn't that what I said? <laughs> and uh, you can you can have joy in the midst of horrendous natural circumstances because joy is a spirit and in the realm of the spirit. So, Lord, even now, Father, we speak then to our soul to be at rest, our soul to be at peace, and our spirit man to rise up, our spirit man to come forward now and to receive the joy of the Lord. We can even lift up our hands and say, Father God, in Jesus' name, I receive joy now. I receive the spirit and the infilling of the joy of the Lord into my spirit. When you receive it into your spirit, it will begin to overflow into your soul, even into your physical body and emotions. So yes, you'll feel the joy of the Lord, but it's not going to come into you by the soul realm. Your soul is not a gateway of the spirit. Your soul is not a gate into the spirit. Your soul is not an open door for the realms of the spirit to come in. It comes into your spirit. So that's why Paul's always talking about, even in Romans, to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh or not in this earthly realm, not in the soul realm. You know, there's too much. When we try to interpret all this in the realm of the soul, we get religion. And we talked about that over the past years. And that even when we went through the book of Revelation, if you try to interpret the book of Revelation in your soul realm, 
You're going to end up with a religious understanding. You're going to end up with an earthly timeline trying to figure out all the events. But again, the book of Revelation was written to John in the spirit. He received it in his spirit, and he saw the things that were happening in the spirit. And again, we said Revelation is the revelation of Yeshua, of Jesus. So joy, then, must be received. We announce joy to all of our other realms. So even right now, Father, we draw close to you, panim apanim, face to face. Lord, we draw close to you now. And Lord, I ask, Father, for the spirit of joy to come upon myself, Miriam, Lord, for Shannon, his family, and then all the listeners, Lord, to receive the infilling of the spirit of joy into their spirit, into their spirit, not into their soul, into their spirit. Don't try to look for happiness. Don't say, okay, now I have joy. Let's see what's going on in the earthly realm to make me happy. Nothing is two separate things. Happiness is based on events in your soul, in the earthly realm. Joy is of the spirit. So joy must be received. We receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it. Lord, I receive it. We all need the joy of the Lord. We need to walk in it in the midst of any earthly circumstances, any political, Lord, any sickness, disease, Lord, anything that's going on in this earthly realm, Lord, we set that aside and allow joy to come into our spirits. So again, in Psalm uh, 1611, it says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy is in his presence. Let me see what I'm here. Here you go. In the Passion Translation, it says, For you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life, the path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. Brings me face to face with you. You know, Father God delights in all of us. We are his sons. He loves his sons. And that brings his joy to us. Joy is the expression of the Father's delight in us. Mm, That's a big statement. Joy is the expression of Father's delight in us. Do you believe God really loves you? Do you believe God really delights in you? And that's not based on what you do. So, well, I won three people to the Lord today. God delights in Nothing to do with what you do. It's not based on any realm of works. We're going to go back to our teaching on, on wearing the robes of righteousness that we've shared on quite a few times, that righteousness in God is not based on your works. It's not based on how much you pray, how much you give, what you do. It's all based on what Jesus has done. 
God delights in us as sons because we have received his spirit within us. So you are a walking temple of God. Even right now, you're a walking temple of God. And so fullness of joy means continuing in a state of constant communion with our Heavenly Father. Fullness of joy means living in constant communion with our Heavenly Father. And it's choosing to remain in awareness of his abiding presence within us. Are we able to do that? You know, am I able to go through my day and uh, all the activities of my day and eating and all that else we do? Are we able to go through that still keeping an awareness of God's presence within us? Well, we can. We can do that. It is a discipline. Paul said we need to discipline it. We discipline our flesh. But we can live in a place that's a nice goal to attain to. We can live in a constant place of, of awareness of the abiding presence of God within us. And, and that John, brings joy. Right? And that brings joy. Yes. Well, it opens, it opens us up to receiving more and more joy. Yes. And uh, it's kind of like a gate, seeing an open gate or an open portal. Might be a newer word for it. An open door, an open portal into the heavenlies for the spirit of joy to, to continue to reign upon us. John 7, 38 says, from its innermost belly will flow rivers of living water. Deuteronomy 8, 3, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We have fullness of joy when we abide in his word. We have fullness of joy when we capture our thoughts, fix our mind on things that are above. So in his presence is fullness of joy. And I want to thank some of these. Uh, I thank uh, Megan Allen for some of her notes in this. It's really uh, good stuff here that I've been putting together in the spirit of joy. So who is Megan Allen? In the presence of God, there is liberty from sin. In God's presence, there is a freedom from living or walking in sin. Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and we're the Spirit. So where's the Spirit of the Lord, Miriam? It's in us. It's in us. So then, and Shannon, and the listener, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And when we place faith in Jesus, we are set free from the penalty of our sins, from, from the penalty of death. One day, we will also be free from the presence of sin around us. So in the presence of God, there is peace in the midst of chaos. The Lord is my shepherd. You know, we said that Psalm 23, 1 and 2. He leads us besides quiet and still waters. As we remain close to our shepherd, 
He leads us along paths of righteousness and goodness, of right standing with him. And again, although life may seem chaotic at times, chaotic, we need not fear because the Lord is there to protect us. And this brings me back to Colossians 3, 1, 2, and 3, a scripture that God gave me a very strong stance and revelation of back in 2011. And that where it says, if you have risen with Christ, set your mind on things above and not on the things of the earth. Set your mind on things above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. For you died, for you have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. So all of this is saying, keep your mind, keep your spirit focused above, and you will walk in the peace of God. You'll have strength in the midst of battle, and that uh, you will have a, a, a rest and that a rest even though your physical body is weary and in the presence of God there is life in abundance and Jesus did say John 10 10 we've all quoted for so many times I came so they would have life and have it abundantly and we've all looked around and asked is there anyone living with abundant life is there anyone, you know, that, that I know that's walking in an abundance of life here, here in Wilmington, here in North Carolina, where I am? But in the presence of God, there is that abundance. Jesus came to give us an abundant life. He's given us his presence and the person of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, this life begins now. It's not just what we experience when we get to heaven. We can experience it now. Jesus came to give us an abundant life that begins when we place our trust in him. <clears throat> so, Shannon, how do we get fullness of joy? Fullness of joy means continuing in a state of constant communion with our holy heavenly Father. It's choosing to remain in an awareness of his abiding presence within us. Again, the one who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being. Well, that has to be out of our spirit, not our stomachs. It's going to say out of our innermost being will flow rivers of living water. We have fullness of joy when we abide in his word. We have fullness of joy when we abide in his word. So we're to dwell on these things. And joy is accessible to all of you listening as a believer, despite your circumstances, despite your past, despite what you have been through. We remain in the state of joy by choosing to fix our minds on the things above. <clears throat> we can set our mind on earthly trials. We can set our mind on earthly events and politics and sickness, disease and COVIDs and anything else. But we can also set our mind 
on the eternal blessings of God. Philippians 4, 4 says, 6 to 8, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I will again say it again, rejoice. Be anxious for nothing. That's a command. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So don't dwell on your circumstances. Don't dwell on how hard you think life is, how unfair you've been treated. Don't dwell on your past. Paul says over and over again, forgetting those things that lie behind. Yes, many have had horrendous pasts. We've all had challenges in our past. Some have had horrendous pasts. But Paul said, don't dwell there any longer. Focus on things above. We have fullness of joy when we focus on our eternal inheritance. We have fullness of joy when we focus on our eternal inheritance. So, like we said before, our level of joy is based on our thoughts and attitudes. In many ways, you control it. It's in your, it's in your control of what you're going to do, what you're going to focus on, what your attitudes. We remain in joy as we look ahead to the eternal inheritance, to our internal inheritance. God tells us that we have been seated by the Spirit, sealed by the Spirit, for an inheritance that will never spoil or fade. And this inheritance is reserved in heaven for us. We must fix our hope on this hope. And Paul even says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us and in us and through us to all around. Amen. So, Lord, I thank you, Father, that we can be carriers today of the joy of the Lord. And we can spread that joy, Lord, to all around us. Lord, we can spread that joy to everyone we talk to today, everyone we come in contact with. Lord, that fullness of joy. Mm -mm -mm. Lord, I just received that in my life. Yes. Lord, I let us too. all walk in that. Yes, Miriam does. Shannon does. For those listening, receive it now. Just say, just lift up your hand and say, God, I receive this. God, I receive It's your word. It's your will. It's your purposes for us. So, Lord, I receive the challenge. Lord, that I can be a carrier of the spirit of joy today. 
Lord, and not a carrier of the circumstances of the world around me. And Lord, I could choose today to set my mind on things above and not on the things of this earthly realm. For I have died, says Paul. For you have died, says Paul. And your life is hid with Christ in God. You have died, and your life is hid today. Well, that's the truth of the word of God. That's in the realm of the spirit. In the spirit, you have died to the old nature, and in the spirit, you are hid with God in Christ. So, Lord, we receive that today, Lord, as a truth of your word. Well, let us all turn to Galatians, and we're going to pick up where we left off last week, talking about letting religion die, and that religion will make makes us impotent. And give me five seconds here, Shannon, to get some water. Be right there. Welcome okay, aboard, everybody. Okay. Okay, I got some natural water, but I am also carrying living water. Amen. And so are you, and so are we. Amen. Okay, so Paul opens up with the book of Galatians, and he's telling everyone about the revelation that he had about having faith in God and the true gospel. And in a sense, he starts in verse 16, verse 15 and 16, when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace. Separated from, you know, Paul was separated unto God from his mother's womb. And yet, you know, the life he had, how he killed Christians, how he tried to stop the move of God, and yet he was still called and separated from the beginnings. And that's true with every one of us now. We have all been separated from your mother's womb and called through his grace. And Paul said, God chose to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to the other apostles. But I took, I went out and uh, went out to Arabia, to the desert. Don't know what he did there, but he waited on God. He spent three years there, and then he came back with the revelation, the mysterion, the mystery, the mysterion of the new creation man. And Paul was the first one who really talked about that, that when you receive the Lord, the old nature is passed away, and you have now a new nature. So this has been preached now among the churches, and uh, about by grace you have been saved and that not of any works, by grace, and that, and that, right, 
first first Corinthians and that uh, by and, and, uh, and, and Ephesians 2:10 by grace you have been saved through faith not of any works least anyone should boast that they somehow did it on their own that their own selves save themselves it's all by grace so that's the gospel Paul's been preaching that people have been receiving the churches have been walking in and then he comes back though after his time away in verse 6 Galatians 1 6 I marvel that you are turning away oh that's like a wall running away soon from him so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel to a different gospel it's not another but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. So the different gospel is a gospel of works, where Paul said the real gospel is a gospel of faith, believing in what Jesus has done for you, not in any way what you have done. You know, I see that in town here. Uh, I live in the south, kind of in the Bible Belt, and I hear so many talking and saying, how did they turn away? Well, they turned away by religion, by the religion that they are, the denomination, by the teachings that they heard. God doesn't heal today. There's not these apostles or prophets anymore. These things have all passed away. You know, and they hear that, and it doesn't take very long for a new believer to come into a religious church, negatively religious church, and turn away from the grace of God, and now thinking, well, if I dress this way, I have my hair shorn, or I let it grow, if I don't wear earrings or jewelry, if I wear black dresses, you know, that somehow, somehow I would get closer to God by my works. Well, you might be talking about different religious groups that uh, we're not a part of. You know, we don't wear black or we're not into uh, uh, an extreme holiness here. So how would that apply to me? Well, have you ever thought about saying, you know, when I said, well, if I read three chapters of the Bible today, and if I did this, and if I prayed a half hour, and such and such, you know, I'll get closer to God. And, you know, your your prayer, your giving, your reading the scripture can also can start to fall into works. Not faith, but into works. And uh, we need to constantly live and remember and walk in the grace of God. So that's what Paul was saying here. Boy, if you turn away from the real gospel, from the grace of God, you'll fall into religion, and religion makes you impotent. Impotent, what's that mean? <laughs> lacking power. Religion makes you impotent, lacking power. And what's another thing with an impotent man? He can't reproduce. Amen. Religion will make you unable to reproduce yourself into others and make you lacking power. Well, it doesn't take much to see that in the church world 
almost anywhere. I minister in Germany this afternoon on Zoom. We minister in Africa on Fridays, Saturdays, Rwanda and Haiti and now Pakistan, um, all of these places. But in, in these, there are, there are strong believers coming forth in grace by faith, but there's also religious institutions that have grown up all around them, especially in Europe and also in America and Canada, but for centuries in Europe, religious institutions where one, the people that belong to them are impotent, lacking power, lacking life, lacking presence of God, and also the young people, the youth in the world are looking for something to be a part of. They're looking for family. They're looking for God. And if they see religion, if they see impotence, if they see works, the young people in the world do not want it. And I assume that includes Bali, Indonesia, and uh, and anywhere, basically in the in the in the Eastern world. Young people want the real thing. There was a barn serving survey done uh, a few years ago with 3,000 young people asking them what they would want in church. And Shannon, this is really interesting because we've seen what so much of the Western church has looked like. And, um, you know, what, what are you looking for? And the answers they got was entirely different than they thought what the Western church is now. The young people are not looking for rock music. They're not looking for smoke on the stage. They're not looking for dance and theatrical acts. The thing they at first said they were looking for was truth and not hypocrisy. The young people are looking for the real thing. And if we can demonstrate the real thing by walking in the spirit, then we will see them so much more, so much more uh, infilling, so much more evangelism would take place. And it will not be difficult because young people are drawn to things of the spirit. They're drawn to things that are truth. If we'll just walk in it and proclaim it without hypocrisy in our lives. And Shannon, I know you've been doing a great job with that all these years and with your program and that. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And that, you know, and, and, you know, we see that in town here. We have some big churches in our town here, uh, big meeting over a thousand. And, you know, a lot of them are theatrical, you know, stage and rock music. and, And it's good to have. Good to have worship. Good, certainly good to have worship and 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 music and praise to the Lord. But it doesn't have to be rock style. It doesn't have to be metallic. It doesn't have to be with theatrics on the stage. Just real worship to God. And I was talking to a, a worship leader last week, two week, no, no, a little over a week ago. And he was working with the church. And I said, what you need to teach 
worship leaders is to worship. They are to bring the congregation, they bring the people into the presence of the Lord. And so they have to be there themselves. And if worship leaders will worship in heart and truth, the people will follow in. But worship in church is not a performance. And we've seen that so much over the years where they call themselves worship leaders, praise leaders, were really Christian performers. But that's not what God is looking for now. And that's not what young people want. They can just uh, turn on their phones and get rock and get music and get up-tempo stuff. But they, they want to hear and see people that are really in heart worshiping was in a church uh, even this past Sunday. And, you know, the worship leader got on his knees and was was really worshiping and crying and, and playing. And, you know, what happened? People started to follow. Others then got on their knees. Others were really lifting their heart and their hands and their voices to the Lord. And that's what we are needing to do. And that's what young people want to see. They want to see others. And again, this church I was in, uh, I was certainly the oldest one there, but uh, everyone, every worship person, ministry band, they were all just in their 20s at the most. And, um, you know, young people want to see that. They want to see other youth, young people, young adults, that hearts have really been given to the Lord. So let's go on to uh, chapter 2 here. I think we touched this last week also. But uh, Paul says after 14 years, so now he went out, he really spent time with the Lord. And had not a day or two, 14 years, he went out and he got his revelation. And I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me. And I went up by revelation by unveiling let's say he was he went up being led by the spirit god revealed to him what to do and i communicated to them the gospel which i preached among the gentiles but privately to those who are of reputation and it talks here about peter and, and peter's hypocrisy and uh you know where he was uh where he was one way to the Gentiles, let's live by faith, let's be, live, be free. And the moment any of the Jews came in, all of a sudden he was clearing the table and, you know, living under all the laws and the legalism and trying to live the 613 laws of the Old Testament and the dietary laws. And Paul said, don't be a hypocrite in that. Live by faith all the time. Live in the grace of God all the time. Don't change your, your act. Don't change your tune just when religious people are in. And so there's four things here that Paul really talked about what the law cannot do. If you really, Paul again is talking to the people to come out from under the law. And that reminds me, uh, Shannon, and uh, maybe I'll send you a picture of this. Uh, 
of my dear friend uh, Pat Holden up in Ashland, Virginia, who just wrote a new book a little bit with my help, The Law, Who, What, Why, and How, and Does It Apply Today in Any Way? And I think it's it's uh, really good. I have a preference on, in here. I appreciate her emphasis on the Torah, often translated as the law, that the five books of instruction were written to the Hebrew Jewish people on how to live a godly life in preparation of bringing forth the Messiah. So the law was really written there to bring people to Christ. Once you are in Christ, you don't have to go back under the law in any way. So what is Paul saying here? First, he says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 1, knowing that man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. Okay, so again, we are justified by faith in Christ, in Jesus. You're not justified by following the dietary laws of the Old Testament or following any of the laws, but you are justified by faith in what Jesus has done for us. And we who have believed in Christ Jesus, but now if we seek to be justified by Christ, we will be found to be sinners, therefore minister sin not. For I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Now, for I through the law died to the law, that I might live to God. Then there are those that are, and I see it even on, on YouTube and such, that are preaching the law to believers to start to wear this, to wear tallits and to fillings, to wear religious articles, you know, to daven, to pray and be a certain way in that. Um, but you, you died to all of that so that you can live to God. And Jesus came so that you don't need to live under any form of legalism in your own life any longer. Verse 20, Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Boy, that was a scripture that God gave me just days after I was saved back in 1976, July 25th, no, just a few days later, God gave me Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, says Paul. Now that's a new in all of us, but Christ who lives in you. And the life that you now live in this fleshly, earthly body, you live by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. Gave himself for you. So Paul says, 
don't frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came through the law, if salvation came through the law, then Christ died in vain. If you think you can be saved, have new life, have eternal life in heaven by obeying the law, then Christ died in vain. O foolish Galatians, says Paul, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly betrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? How will you receive the Spirit? You received it by faith, not by any realm of works. And if someone thinks that they can get you filled with the Spirit by doing something of works, chanting different words, saying, you know, any word, it's not of God. Are you so foolish having begun in the Spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed was vain? Now, verse 5, therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? The miraculous that we are all looking and praying for and have already also experienced in our lives was all done by faith, not by any realm of works. There's nothing you did in any realm of works that brought forth the miraculous. So what the law cannot do, the law cannot justify, the law cannot give you the Holy Spirit, the law cannot produce righteousness, it can't bring you into right standing with God, and the law cannot do miracles. The law cannot do the miraculous. So therefore, just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know that those who are of the faith of Abraham, faith, are sons of Abraham. You are all sons of God because you believed in and trusted in Adonai as your father and Jesus as your Lord and Savior. As the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the nations by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. Shall be blessed. And so then, all of you listening now, you who are of faith are able uh, to receive the blessings of Abraham, and you are blessed with Abraham. And we'll continue this next week, for you are no longer under the curse of the law. So why go back into legalism in any realm? Why go back into works in any realm? if there is a curse on it. But Christ redeems us from the curse of the law.
So we'll pick up here next week, Shannon, I believe, if we, as God, as God uh, wills. Fantastic. Amen. So, Lord, I thank you for all listening today. Lord, they walk in the faith of God, in the faith of Abraham, as sons of God, and not in any realm of works and legalism. And in that, they can live in the presence of God. So I bless all that are here. Thank you, Lord, for healing and health. Health is of the new covenant. Health is of the of the faith of God. Yes, it is also in the um, the first covenant, as you call the Old Testament, but it's in there. But the 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 healing and health is always produced by faith and not by works. So thank you, Shannon, for this time today. My friend, what would you we like to title this for the archive? Well, we are continuing in Let Religion Die, part three today, okay. and living in the presence of God in the fullness of joy. So okay. how you want a long title there, fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Amen. Now that's good as long as Full- you gave me uh, a subtitle there. I have a friend named John Gogan. He's been preaching uh, the same sermon title for about 25 years. So it, <laughs> seriously, he's on the same series. But I don't get a yes, yes. A, a subtitle. It kind of gets confusing. <laughs> What's his main title? Um, I forget. But um, it's the same one every time. He said he's been preaching on it for 25 years. I'm like, okay. Amen. Christ, amen to that. Um, Christ crucified. Amen, amen to that. Part three. That's good. Uh, because what I'm doing now is I am uh, uploading shows with titles because a lot of people said, hey, I don't know what the program is about. You're not putting titles up there. Now, it's not the fault of any uh, speakers like yourself. It's my fault, but I just want to make sure I had the right title. Okay, that's cool. Um, Brother Sister Cohen, tell people about your radio broadcast and how they can contact you and how they can support your ministry. Yeah, that would be good. Um, we have just moved our program into that we do into Germany from Wednesdays to Monday afternoon. <clears throat> so uh, right after you, Shannon, in a couple hours, I'll, I'll uh, travel another few thousand miles <laughs> into Germany by Zoom. Bless that Zoom. Yes. And that and WhatsApp and all of our different facilities now, God has given us to preach this word. But if anyone would like to uh, come into Germany, we do it in English and German. We have a wonderful little group there. And then uh, Sunday night is our main healing meeting. And then uh, Friday, Saturday into Rwanda. Um, so And again, so you can just contact Miriam and I. Um, we feed 200 children in Haiti every month. We've got... Uh, 14 kids in school in Rwanda. We have uh, almost 100 kids in Pakistan and Fazilabad area and, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, in Punjab that we feed every month in India. So if you'd be, like to be a part of our ministry and help with that, and uh, we could really use some help in Pakistan this month. There's a lot of needs there. <coughs> what? Excuse me. Now, that's uh, ronconcohen.org, right? 
<laughs> my website is roncohen.org. Real simple. Okay, fantastic. Roncohen.org. And my email is roncohen47 at aol.com. And you can call me at 302-559-1766, 302-559-1766. If you want to help us feed any of these children and works, you can do it on PayPal through my email, roncohen47 at AOL.com. You can do it on Zelle, or you can just contact me directly. We can take any credit cards and such. Okay, 11 o'clock, Shannon. And you probably have another speaker on board. Thank you, my friends. We love and appreciate you. And God oh. bless you. We'll see you next week. Okay. Love, love to all the kids. Love to Narita. Yes. Thank Looking you, Sister Marie. forward to meeting her one day on your side of the pond or on this side of the pond. Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely. I'm excited about that. Um, love you both. Thank you for coming on today. Very good. Okay. Shalom. Bye-bye now. Lex. That was Ron and Miriam Cohen. Let Religion Die Part 3. Okay. Well, how are y'all doing out there? Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to the show if this is your first time. And, of course, all of our regular folk, welcome back. Now, you may have read my updates uh, if you're connected with me on Facebook or uh, stacker, Substack, excuse me, I never get that right. About called a double stack with cheese. Uh, Substack? <laughs> Sounds like a hamburger, doesn't it? Uh, hmm. And, uh, or my email, or right here on the program. But for the sake of those who have not, let me just clarify a few things. Well, I won't be posting on Facebook anymore. Uh, I'm really tired of the censorship over there. And so, uh, you go where you're treated best, in the words of the nomad capitalist, who's got that trademark, by the way. And he's right. I have to agree with the nomad capitalist. And we're not treated very well on Facebook. So, um, you know, submitting to the harassment from YouTube and Facebook that I've had to endure even recently, uh, having to censor myself, worried about getting put in YouTube jail, you know, it's akin to wearing a mask. And uh, to hell with a mask and to hell with. Facebook and YouTube. I don't need them. So I am going to keep the account open. That way I can point away to where we're at now. So let me just read off the site there. Uh, Omega Man is posting exclusively on Substack. You can follow me there. So it's where I'm putting you know videos, updates, blogs, things like that. I think it should work okay. Uh, we've also got our new schedule ironed out. I feel good about this one, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, we can go later. If you're with us on Friday, I think we did almost three hours and three and a half hours with Tom Mack and Tom Barrett. So that doesn't mean we have to stop at 2 p.m., but that's our official schedule, 10 to 2. Give us room to do, you know, four shows usually, and we can go later if we need to. Uh, Where do you tune in? There's only one place right now, MixLR. Make it real simple. You can listen on the app. You can listen uh, through the web, to the MixLR link. You can even just go to MegamanRadio.com and hit the play button on my player. It's all MixLR right now. Uh, Podcast archives. Well, I'm systematically deleting all archives worldwide. And I went into this in detail uh, last show, but uh, 
Uh, in a nutshell, I'm doing it for multiple reasons. Uh, one is I want to uh, remaster all the audios and remove any copyrighted music so I'm okay for the future as AI begins to look at the archives and we don't want to get any uh, copyright lawsuits. So I think that's smart to do that now. And uh, the other thing is to really revitalize our catalog. These programs, over 10,000 of them, will be new for most of you out there tuning in. Um, unless you've been with me since 2010 and you heard all of them. So there's going to be new stuff in there for everybody. And uh, how do you revitalize the catalog? Well, you do what we're doing called the Omega Man Reloaded. Yeah, I love it. And what I did is I had it all going under the same Podbean channel, but then I thought, I think it'd be better just to release it as its own network. Because that's what it is, a new podcast for many people. So I went back to the very first episode we did, June 22nd, 2010, almost 13 years ago. Hard to believe. And I'm, I'm surprised every time I open them up. I don't know who I'm going to have on that night as a guest. All types of surprises. Um, and uh, I'm remastering them. And I'm uploading them to its own channel. It's omegamanreloaded.podbean.com. Don't worry about remembering that URL. Just go to omegamanradio.com. There's the link and then bookmark it. And then we have our main Omega Man Podbean feed, which is where this show that you're listening to now is going to go on. And what do we do then about all the older broadcast? I mean, more recent time, you know. Uh, I'll be going in and adding some of those back in retroactively every day to our main channel. So if you're looking for a particular program, um, contact me and I'll try to dig it up and get that one uh, re-uploaded for you. As in the case of a couple that I, I'm going to do today for Sister Carla Butod. Some people contacted her and said, hey, I'm looking for some shows and they're gone. She asked me about them and I, I explained what we are doing. And I said, no worries, I'll, I'll go dig them out and uh, I'll upload them for you. So I can move some, some of the shows to the, to the front of the queue. Otherwise, I just work systematically and go backwards in time. But, you know, truth of it is, uh, I think it's a great, uh, fun thing to see, uh, the archive rebooting. So you've got two feeds. Bookmark them both and um, let me know what you think about Podbean. What's nice about it, unlike SoundCloud, is... SoundCloud wouldn't allow me to go back and add a show retroactively and put it in a chronological date. You couldn't do it. Uh, Podbean, yes, you can, which is really cool. So, um, Podbean has an app, by the way, and I do encourage you to uh, subscribe to it. It's free, and you'll be notified anytime we've got a new upload there. And let me know, uh, are you able to just play them only or also download them? I'm unclear on that, so... Another thing I've noticed, and I didn't really realize this, but some of the podcasting networks out there uh, will gladly take your show and put it in their feed, but then they run advertising over the top of you. I hadn't really thought about that. Uh, so another reason to take this thing back in-house. Uh, so we're doing it for copyright reasons. I'm doing it to revitalize the, the back catalog. It's like the Beatles, you know, or Michael Jackson or uh, Prince. You know, had these catalogs, Elvis. And uh, many times you hear about them, you know, they produced, you know, hundreds of songs, let's say. And then uh, they come back and re-release some greatest hits or what have you, or, or someone buys the catalog. Now, I'm not selling my catalog, but 
we have a catalog that is like a music catalog, but it's at this juncture, as far as you know, the largest podcast archive in the world for one one network, one program, a Mega Man. So I'm really proud about that, and I, I boast in the Lord Jesus because it's all about him. He told me to do it, and here we are, trying to keep this thing going 13 years later, just about. So by the grace of God, we will. So the good news is there's one place you can go to get them, and then as this thing gets up to speed, I will look at what other options out there we may want to choose. But at least right now, I can get a pretty accurate idea of, um, hey, how viable the network is, you know, how many downloads we're getting, uh, plays, whatever, uh, where they're coming from. Before, it was just impossible to know. Right now, I think today we've got about 65 subscribers uh, to the Podbean. So we're building from scratch. And I mentioned that uh, to say, help me out. Uh, if you like any of the shows there, feel free to copy and paste it. Facebook, you know, wherever you can want to put it up there. Get the word out. Help me out there. I really could use some help to get the word out. Um, we don't have a mailing list as such. Now, um, I managed to keep Blog Talk Radio and SoundCloud account open, but there's no podcast over there. In case people go there, and some have, and I left one audio on those platforms to point the way uh, to Podbean. So, same with Facebook, and uh, I'm putting on many of the platforms out there that one audio it says, uh, you know, where to find us, we've moved. But I think you're going to find this thing a positive move. You're going to hear audios you've never heard before. And um, hopefully it's going to, you know, attract some new listeners because we've got plenty of content. Um, for the Omega Man Reloaded, we have enough audios that if I do one a day, I'll be able to get them all out to in the next 29 years. <laughs> We could cut it in half. It would take me 15 years if I do two a day. So um, it's not going to all be back up there overnight. No way. But I'm, I'm working backwards also as I'm working forward. So it'll meet in the middle somewhere. And again, if there's something special you want to hear, no worries. I can go in there, dig it up, and, and get it in there earlier. But um, what else do you do? What else do you do? Um, I think this is a great idea, a God idea, to, to um, revitalize the catalog. So I'm on Substack. I mentioned that to you. Not on Facebook or putting any posts anymore. Uh, not going to do it on Twitter. You know, those things really don't work for me. We don't get a big audience, and you have to deal with censorship. So why not just bring it in-house? That's what I'm doing. Substack, that's censorship-free. Um, podcasting, censorship-free at this point. I told you about the schedule that we've got, um, and we're going to have some other special series that will have their own branding name. So you know about Omega Man, then we've got the Omega Man Reloaded, Speak My Word, uh, Sheila Zelensky and I are supposed to be putting together a program that will air weekly, not sure what we're going to call that yet, but that will be carried on the Omega Man Radio Network and also the Sheila Zelensky Network, trying to uh, get some other deals cut, cross-pollinate out there. Um, and there we are TV show still going keep us in prayer that that will be able to continue that's once a week and um, I think that's it in terms of uh, updates well let me save this program and let's start fresh we got another one coming up stand by <laughs> 